Welcome to the Tony and Ryan podcast. Welcome. We're about to call the homeland. The homeland. New Zealand. Perth. Perth. <laughs> and it is Charlotte and I think who's the um the prince in Shrek? Prince Charming? No, the ship one. Lord Farquaad? I think it's a descendant. Look at her name here and tell me she's not a Farquaad. Farquaad. Let's ask her. Close. I mean, when that movie came out, you just go, oh, there's the rest of my oh, yeah. high See school days ruined. Yeah, I can't get a bob ever again. <laughs> you know, he's got that little hair. <laughs> ask Charlotte if she's got a bob. Hello? Charlotte. <laughs> Hi. How are you going? I'm good. How are you? Well, well. Um, Ryan actually would like to lightly bully you if you're interested in that. Oh, okay. Did you, get, did you get teased about a certain character in Shrek because of your last name? I did. And so we then were, were discussing that you probably couldn't ever have a brown bob ever again. Um, no, oh, my God, and I did when I was younger, so I'm very glad that Shrek came out after the fact. Oh, I'm glad for you oh, as well, God. Charlotte. That could have been fucking disastrous. Yeah. You would have never Absolutely. lost your virginity. No way. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is very much gone. That's okay. Whoa, <laughs> Charlotte, brag about it. Yeah, right, I tell right, her about it. Right, oh. <laughs> Boy, is my face red. Uh, well, Charlotte, oh fuck, will you approve this podcast? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Get that bob on, girlfriend. <laughs> not just bobbing for apples. Oh, oh God. She doesn't have that virginity anymore, that's for sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hi, it's Charlotte from Perth, and I approve this podcast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. As well as listening to this episode, you can also watch it on the Spotify app. It is a video show and you can put it on your smart TV. Um, before anyone says anything, yes, Tony and I are couple dressing. Oh, you got some stripes though. I got stripes on. I think as well, like a denim jacket. For everyone? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's communal. It's fine. I mean, it is a coincidence. Don't start me on coincidence. Isn't it? Did everyone enjoy the coincidence chat on Wednesday? I hope so. Because I was I crying for it. days. I loved it. I feel like my voice has only just recovered mm. from laughing so yeah. hard. Uh, parents, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a question for both parents and not parents. Oh. Parents, with all your knowledge and hindsight, what do you wish you could tell yourself two months before the birth of your first child? Because oh. I reckon after parenting and raising a few kids, you'd go, oh, you'd think back to your younger self and go, oh, you're in for a wild ride. Here's something to keep in mind. Do you think that that's the case with everything? Like you kind of think, oh, if I had my time again, yep. like, and I went back, I would probably wouldn't have done that thing. Mm. Or next time I do that, I'll make sure I prepare, you know. Yep. I think it's even things like, I don't know, you go to the beach and you go, yep. next time I'll make sure that I take that little thing so that it makes it a bit mm. easier, whatever. So for people who aren't parents, which is us and Tony and women, I want you to, us and Tony. Us and Tony. <laughs> uh, have a think 
about if you were two months out from having a child, Hang on. how much would you be shitting yourself? Yeah, I'd be nervous. Be so nervous? I was just imagining yeah. having a baby in my tummy. What would you be thinking? Anything and everything? Why the fuck am I doing this is probably what I'd be thinking. I'd be like, I was be pretty, freaking the fuck out. I was pretty fucking Specific, convinced clear. that I wasn't going to have a child. Um, I'd be, I think it's just the looming, like the time ticking down would be really freaking me yeah. out. I'd be really nervous about the birth. Yep. I think that's pretty normal. Yeah, I from think from the birth givers' point of view, obviously yeah. a bit different from my side. Being like, yeah, that's gonna suck, bro. But like, well, what are you thinking as a as a dad? Because there's yep. probably people that are listening that go, oh, well, you know, I have kids and I was the dad or the non-birther. Um, what did like? So what does that feel like for me? It's just thinking about what Bridget needs. Yep, and also, and probably more important. What doesn't Bridget need right now? Sure. So there are a few things and I go, oh, yeah, you could help with that or you could do that. But is that what you need to be doing when you're 33 weeks pregnant? You know what I mean? And I go, you know what? Let me take you off your hands. You know what? We can hire someone for that. You know what? That can wait. Yep. Yeah, that's not pressing. Yeah, Yeah. how do we just minimise? Like, I just want you chilling out and staying calm and relaxed. And also enjoying it. Yeah. Like, enjoy being pregnant and enjoy the last, you know, little bit of time while it's just the three of you, you, BJ and Bridget. Now, speaking of what you don't need. Yeah. Mothers. Oh, well, lucky Stop. for me. No, I mean like this is the start of a new sentence. <laughs> oh, <laughs> start of sorry. New sentence. sorry no, no. no, you definitely need mothers. Grammar is important. Oh, well, then I'm fucked. Mothers. <laughs> mothers. Stop freaking out pregnant women by telling them your traumatic as fuck birth story. They're already freaking oh. out already. Bridget's got two months to go. She's freaking. And everyone she met like, oh, good luck with the birth. Mine was fucked. I bled through my asshole and died for 27 hours and had to be revived. Oh. And she's like, oh. like, there's one thing to be like aware of the scenarios and like knowing what could happen. But there's also a line where it's like, don't fucking tell me this. People also <laughs> just have no tact when they do, like no filter you, yeah it's almost as if like because if if you were having a child for the first time right mm. which is the situation yep. that Bridget finds herself in and she talks to someone they go oh my god how far out are you yep. and then um she goes oh I'm like two months away or whatever and they go oh you know what I wish I'd done that's totally different. Yeah. But when someone goes, oh, God, well, it was so awful for me, mm. that is not helpful. Like, I think there's a way of kind of phrasing it, but it's just that people go, oh, my God, well, here's what I did, yet yeah, no filter. Yep. And then you go, oh, could you give me advice instead of like a horror Scaring story? Scaring the shit out of me. Yeah. So Bridget. Um, people, some- it's like the coincidence thing. People love talking about themselves. Bridget got asked by someone Oh, how are you going? Yeah. She goes, oh, so just kind of being polite. Do you yeah. really know this? So far, so good. And she goes, and this other person goes, oh, just wait. You know, like who's, who's that helping? That's really all. And it's uh, have you also copped a lot of like, oh, enjoy your sleep while you can. You know, yeah. I feel like that's like a classic before people. Yeah. yeah. So you know, deal you who can, is you in can the be tired without having a baby. Like you. Uh, yeah, like, I'm tired now. You know. Get your sleep I'm not. I'm actually quite busy. Everyone's to, tired. I'm trying to cram in as much shit I can before the, the baby's baby here. So I've never worked harder. Yeah. Get your sleep where you can. Well, no. That's already not happening, dude. No. <laughs> um, 
So the other day, Bridget is getting a wax. Yep. And, you know, small talk with the... Yeah. What do they call it? Beautician? And it's always Waxologist. awful. Waxologist. What are they, I like is it that. a beautician? We're calling it a waxologist. A waxologist. Um, I feel like the small talk, unless you've been going to someone for a long time, yeah. the chat is always awkward. Yeah. And it, you know what's worse is when you've been you've gone to someone maybe two or three times and they go, what was it you did for work? Like they're trying, but you know that they, they I don't remember. Can. Or they go, oh, what was your partner's name and stuff like that. And you just go, I know you couldn't give a fuck. And that's actually fine. And you see 100 people a day. I don't expect you to remember, but. Yeah. Yeah. So Bridget is kind of doing this dance and because she's 33 she weeks. She has a belly. She's and, clearly yeah. pregnant. Yes. And so obviously, how's it all going? How are you? Yeah. Is the room ready? Yeah. What hospital are you Just going to? Just those classic, easy kind of questions. Yeah. So, and it was, yeah. So she's on the table getting a wax and you know so it's already like whoosh, oh, yeah how are you feeling oh yeah i'm just so calm whoosh, oh. you kind of try to breathe through the pain mm. and yeah so the lady goes which hospital bridge goes mercy goes oh me too let me tell you what happened with me and tells the most horrific story ever and bridget can't leave we, she can't, you can't look say. away you can't just go oh can you mind just whatever and then she's like yeah so i was really bad and whoosh, Fucked my back. Oh, I had to get 34 stitches to, you know, reconnect, buddy, all my bits. It was all fucked. And then looks down at where she's waxing and goes, yep, it's not going to look like that. Oh. Not anymore, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, please don't point at my vagina. I'm feeling very <laughs> vulnerable. <laughs> Enjoy that while I can. See, the filter, gone. Gone. I don't want to know that your vagina and asshole was the same thing for a few hours there. Yeah. That's not important to me right now. But also, and I'm hoping it's not going to happen to It's me. actually just not my business. It's re- <laughs> Feel free to not tell me. It is so far away from my business. Yeah. Fuck. Even though you're in my business at Your the hands are on my business. But. We have separate businesses. I just, oh, I think, yeah, people just so love you're, talking you're up about there themselves. on the stirrups? Or what, what, how do you work when you get in the wax? You normally just your knee, like your, they say put your heels to your bum is what they say. So your knees are like in the air. Oh, so you're like in the fetal position. Yeah, but on your back, not on your side. Yeah, that's normally what they do. <laughs> that's a really. It's, yeah, because it has to be open and then normally like they kind of go, oh, and can you like pop your hands like, like just above your vagina to like, yeah. you know. Yep. So, so that very... you're kind of sitting in like a relaxed way, but they're like... When you say a relaxed way, I'm sure that's the most awkward sort of... Oh, it's... It is so awkward. Yep. It's really awkward. Yep. And so this girl is... Oh, let me tell you what I think about about this. About... Because I'm looking at your vagina, not your face. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm like... Oh, yeah, that's not too... Well, yeah. good luck with that. I mean, mine used to be nice too. You know, like, yeah, I'd... Yeah. <sighs> I just it's the it's the filter and just not thinking about what you're saying. So when do they think they're like helping? I th- and I think it's probably a bit of camaraderie. Yeah. I think it's like we are, have been or been in or you will be in the same situation that I was. Let me like because I guess it's like the realness of like the sisters you know are in what? this together. Yeah, like I think there is a bit of 
coincidence almost of like, oh, my God, well, I've had a baby. Let me tell you. But instead of it being like, oh, make sure you've got a long phone charger. I read that a lot. Make sure Bridget's got a long phone charger. Because you can't, like, lean over the bed. Yep. I've read that in a lot of mummy blogs. I guess. We're thinking of leaving the phones at home. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess you would need it though maybe the next set because if you – don't you have like tracking apps and stuff? As in like tracking like how tra- you're feeling. Is the government on to me? No, like tracking – like, my baby. How you're feeling and stuff. Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. know. I haven't heard that. No. I, I don't know. I get um served a lot of um mummy cha- yeah. checklists and stuff. Oh, she's almost 30. Better hit her up with the IVF ads. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a bit of camaraderie. Okay. Um, so this is <laughs> – um, you're saying like, oh, t- you know, maybe tell me the the good thing. Or just keep it light and bright. Yeah. So just say good luck. I don't actually know you. You're just waxing me for ten minutes. Yeah. Feel free to not. I can ask my friends, and but like, if I don't ask, don't just. You're um, a stranger. Uh, what would you say? Donate freely. Give advice about my vagina. Yeah, like unsolicited advice. That's yeah. what I was trying to say. Donate. <laughs> donate. Um. So this is kind of the opposite situation, but when. So my mum passed away like almost 10 years ago mm. now and she was really sick and um, she had a brain tumour. Yeah. Um, and she, she, was, she was really unwell for about 11 months and um, we, were, we were going in and out of the hospital a lot. Yep. So she, um, lots of people, when they do chemotherapy, you yep. can kind of go in and be a day patient. Um, so you kind of go in in the morning, do, you the chemo. do your chemo and then you yeah, go home. home. Right. But my mom, the chemo that she was doing was really intense and just... Oh, the sort of commute going in each day, like what? Well, when I you've th- got zero percent energy. Well, because I, I think it kind of varies from person yeah. to person, depends on what drugs of chemo you're having and whatever. And yeah, I guess just affects everyone differently. Yeah. But for mum, she actually had to be an inpatient; she couldn't do yeah. it um, daily. Um, so she would kind of the routine was that she would go in, she would do chemo for two days, yep. and then you couldn't visit her for two or three days because she would just be knocked out. Yeah. Um, throwing up, like couldn't eat, and her immunity would be at its lowest, so you couldn't bring you couldn't go in and bring yeah. germs in. And then she'd kind of come back around maybe a day later, and then you could kind of go back and visit her. And she was allowed to like have her curtains open and stuff. So it was yep. kind of she'd come back too, and then when they signed her off, you get to take her home, yep. and then she'd have two days at home, and then you take her back to the hospital. Like the, yeah, so it was like nonstop. It was yep. very very intense and just awful. And but because we were going in and out so much in the oncology ward at the Hollywood Hospital, mm. we got to know all of the nurses pretty much. Of course. Um, and like when my mum was, you know, quite cl- like her last visit in hospital, I'll say, um, they like painted her nails. That's nice. And like went in there and like massaged her hands and talked to her and stuff. Tried to make the last few moments just as, as comfortable as possible. Yeah, that is and nice. um, so we knew them all by name, and we'd go in and we'd take them food and whatever. And this one day, this was probably maybe two months before my mum died, so. Yeah. She wasn't like in a coma or anything. Mm. She was still kind of with it and she was still chatting, but she was just a bit like kooky. Yeah. And we had this nurse come in who, like, we'd never met before. Yeah. And my mum, she's very, like, as horrible as this sounds, like, very clearly, like, near the end. Yeah. And we're all in there and whatever. And this nurse comes in. <laughs> oh my God. What's about to happen? What the fuck? This nurse comes in and she goes, she goes, Oh, all your family's here, isn't that lovely? And mum goes, yeah, this is my daughter, Tony, and whatever. Yeah. And I think one of my sisters might have been there and she goes, this woman goes, oh, 
what is it you're in for? Like, what is it that you're sick with? And um, like, what kind of cancer do you have? Yeah. And my mum goes, oh, I, or one of us said, like, she has CNS lymphoma, she has a brain tumour. Yeah. And she goes, I wouldn't worry because I had a brain tumour a few years ago and I'm fine. <laughs> and my mum is like, quite clearly about to die. <laughs> And like she's <laughs> like she's not well. Don't worry about. It. Well, uh, where where are we right now? Yeah, you know, like, and she is like, she's looking poor. Like she's she's very pale, very weak. We're all sitting around her, like enjoying our last moments. Oh her. my fucking! And God. this nurse goes, "I've I actually made it through a brain ch- and good on you. Hey, that's amazing. Yeah. That's ama- I wish that my mum was telling that story. Maybe not in <laughs> such an abrupt way." But like, have you considered not working here in the hospital and being a waxer where Bridget lives? Because maybe, maybe that's the attitude she wants. Or maybe like a motivational speaker. Yeah. Um, or maybe just shut the fuck up. Just, <laughs> just the fact that she's like, you know what? I actually I lived th- like through a brain tumor. I think you'll be fine. And I was like, yeah, I think we're past that. Like we were past yeah, the like, point of like being like maybe it's. Ge-. We were kind of like, if oh, there yeah, was we a, know. If there was a skerrick of hope, we would take that skerrick. Yeah. But the skerrick, you actually like, are probably three months too late yeah. for, for this. Like rousing speech, Fucking and hell. Ju- it and was. So ju- did anyone respond? So we were all, and I was just like, oh. and I think everyone was just speaking. And my mum again was kind of in and out. And did she like, hear that? I I actually don't even know. Oh, I was actually planning on dying tomorrow, but now but that you've said that, you know what? That's the perk I needed. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm back, baby. It's dissolved out. It's gone. And I think I was just like trying to be, and I was like. That's a what? Was a, she trying to sell a weekend retreat? No, she's like, I've got this magic bean. Yeah, get rid of a I mean. like, Have this potion. It's only a thousand dollars a bottle. And I think that I was kind of like, that's amazing. Like, thank you so much. Like, I'm actually trying to enjoy the last moments with my mother, kind of thing. And she goes, honestly, like, oh, and now I'm a nurse. Look at me. It changed my life. Changed my outlook. And you know, now I live every day as if it's my last. And I was like, this actually if might be either. my fucking mum's last. So if you could fuck off, I am living today as it's my last. Yeah. I've got about 47 minutes left before so I'm fucking out of here. I think it might be today. Fuck, look at the time. Oh, I'm I've got to get going. Oh, my God, the parking. Like... <laughs> the traffic on the way up there. I'm going to get caught in that shit. I don't want to get left at the pub. On the way. Oh, my God. What a stupid bitch. <laughs> hey, it's Charlotte from Perth, and you're listening to Tony and Ryan. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Shout out to a few of our champion tuppers over at our Patreon. Uh, and all tuppers of all levels, you might see your name scrolling across the bottom. Yep. 
it does take a while to get get through them. So if you're watching, great. Um, Crystal Bowder Helmachek, thank you so much. Erin Brady, Megan S, Candice Graham, Jessica Mayer, and Amy Nazam. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for being part of our Patreon. Absolutely love to see it. Um, what about a few weeks ago? Now we heard some like traveling horror stories and traveling hookups and stuff. So Shmeni said, "I just had to share." Ooh. And I think this is the fun thing about when people are like catching up on the pod, you know, sometimes. We can dip back in to, yeah. And I'm pretty sure the story we heard about um, the young girl whose ponytail got cut off. Yes. That she was traveling in Hawaii, I think, yeah. or something. And, uh, and yeah, hooked up, with a, hooked up with a beautiful, you know, holiday fling and uh, woke up in the morning to no ponytail anymore. Yeah, that was a bit he, interesting. Well, I think, wasn't he jerking off? No, that was a different one. That was in Italy. Righto. Oh, mate, you've got to listen to this podcast. It's very good. That's what I've heard. <laughs> Shmeni. Hi, Shmeni. I'm travelling through the south of France and a guy messages me on a dating app asking for a hookup. Is what it is. That's pretty Come standard. Right? Yep. I've never, I miss the dating apps. Yeah. Well, I, I, I've, I never did it, so I don't really understand it. kind of terrifies me, but I respect it. Especially when you're travelling. It's there's none of this like dating courting. You're like, I'm flying out on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm literally here for the night. Or is whatever. it on or is it not? Yeah, so it kind of terrifies. The idea of going to someone's house that I don't know makes me quite scared. Mm. Um, and this is not like a shame thing. This is I just yeah. would be really scared about that. Let alone in another country where you maybe don't have like uh you know emergency contact that's around the corner. Do you want to hear this story? I don't think so. I don't think you do either. Should I? Do you want me to duck out and you no, can just I'd, share it with the tapas? I'd prefer that you stay. Okay. Because otherwise it'll just be the Anne Ryan podcast. It, this is not going to help your fear of banging strangers in foreign countries. But to be honest, it's not really on your radar anyway. True. So. Yeah, because I'm just I'm staying in Australia for yeah, the time being. Yeah, and have a partner. Oh, yeah. 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 And I've got no game, so it wouldn't be a problem anyway. No riz. Okay. A guy messages me and asks me to hook up. Uh, he says, could I... Go to his apartment. So later that day, I shaved my booty. Sorry, what country are we in? We're well, in south of France. Okay. I shaved south my France, booty right? and made myself look nice and walked over to his place. And then I texted him and said, oh, I'm out the front of the apartment building. Oh, yeah. He messaged me and says, yep, come up to whatever number it was. So I go up the stairs. And just as I'm about to knock on the door, he opens it straight away. As if he'd been watching me the whole in time. The in the people. And so he's like, already... Foreign country, See, hook no. up, and you just red going, flag, red flag, red flag. Oh, did the person at least look like their photo? You know how that's supposed to be a red flag as well, that it's like, oh, okay, sorry, I'm just going to let you go. I'm going to stop asking questions. No, that's a great question because Shmeni answers your question and says, he opens the door and he does not at all look anything like his profile picture. So it's not even a scaric of like, oh, it's an old one. I've put on a bit of weight since then or lost a bit of weight since then because people are getting catfished by my LinkedIn photo, let me tell you. Really? It's quite a good photo of me. It's a good picture of you. Yeah, look. and it's about yeah. 10 years old. Do you want to update that, mate? No. Nah. Okay. I'm hanging on. I'm, <laughs> hanging, I'm on. hanging on to that jawline, I'll be yeah. honest. Tony, is that you? Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> At some point in my life, Actually, yes, it that was. Is a very, that picture on Tony's LinkedIn. It's a hot photo. Um, Producer Cam is looking at it right now. It's a, it's a hot photo. Yeah. Let's I pop it up. Can we put it on the screen? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we can do that. So... Oh, as in of yeah. the po- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we'll get Franken to do that. He opens the door and he does not look like his profile picture at all. 
uh, which is another red flag. But since I'm already here and I already walked all this way and I already waxed my ass off. No. No. No, no, no. I go in. And his no. apartment is essentially a 10 foot by 10 foot room with a bathroom in the corner. So it's just like a, um, what do they call it? A studio. A studio. It's just a room. It's just a room. I go in and he leads me to the bed, which is a single bed mattress with nothing on it. No sheets, no blankets, no pillows, just a totally bare mattress with a plastic covering on it. And it's weird as fuck and there's just an awkward feeling in the air. Go home. Not just to your hotel. Fly back to wherever. (laughs) (laughs) Back to Montana. Oh. I mean, I don't know where Shemini's from. Hannah Montana. Um, I'm actually beside my, I don't think I can listen to the end. Okay. Yep. He doesn't speak great English. I don't speak great French. Yep. Which is actually sometimes a concoction for a good hookup because you just, well, we can't sit here and chat for hours. Let's just fucking speak yes. the international language of dirt. I was going to say, speak with our bodies. That's a better way of saying what I said. Yeah. So we're Let tra- our bodies do the talking. We're trying to talk for like 20 minutes and oh. he gets this text and he's like, oh, Zuta Law. I got to go to work. Oh. Like, he gets his text. He's like, oh, I've been like, called into work or whatever. Well, thank fucking God. Here's the out you needed. I'm so happy because I wanted to get the fuck out of there, says oh. the Tarpish Many. Yes. So I get up to leave and he, he kind of hugs me from behind. We're both dressed and just sort of starts like humping my back. Please don't. Um, poor for bore. Why don't, what, so Shmenny is, is shook and he just freezes. Because what do you do? Oh, like yeah. He's like in disbelief. I can't believe this is happening And that's to me. a snake attack as well. So he's just back. like, oh. And the guy's just like, like just dry humping from behind, just sort of, you know, just rubbing himself on it. And Shmenny's just like. Oh, oh I'm actually, I actually want to throw up. That's awful. Yeah. So Shmenny is kind of like frozen in fear, yeah. like doesn't know what to do. After 30 seconds, which. 30 seconds! When being dry humped by a freaky French man is a fucking lifetime. Three seconds is probably a bit too much. He starts asking me to do stuff, which I'm in no mood for at this point. Um, Doesn't he have to go to work? He lays down on his bed and asks... And as he lays down, it crinkles. The plastic oh, that cover sound. crinkles like when you sit on the couch at your grandma's house. Yep. Yeah, I know. He lays down on his back, takes his pants off and says, can you jerk me off before you leave? Didn't even say please. Yeah, maybe maybe I just added a bit of editorial there. <laughs> and so, oh, fucking Schmenny. Schmenny, no, Schmenny, you didn't jerk him off. I'm like, sure, fine, whatever, whatever gets me out of here sooner. What gets you out of there sooner is just walking out Beeline the door. Beeline for the door. And the room is one room. It's not as if you've got a rabbit warren. The toilet, the kitchen and the bedroom are all the same thing and the front door is attached. I start jerking him off, but it's obviously dry. Do you think also that maybe Shmenny was like, if I just do this, he'll let me go? I think that's what he's saying. He's like, yeah. I'm going to jerk this bloke off. Yeah. He gets he fucking rocks off. I'll yeah. walk out the door. He's not going to fucking follow me home or something. Yep. So I ask him if he's got any lube. Apparently lube in English doesn't like translate to anything in French or sure. whatever. And I didn't know the word for lube in He's French. He's like, have you been to the Louvre? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. But anyway, back to yeah, back to. I don't want to talk about the Mona Lisa. Exactly, I want to yeah. be Mona and Lisa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good gear from me. Can very I just good. say? Yeah, very good. We needed a bit of light in this dark time. Yes, yes. So I just start screaming lubricant, but in a French accent. Lubricant. Lubricant. Oh, that went a bit the other way. Yes. Anyway, he pushes me off him. And grabs a big bottle of the cheapest, nastiest shower gel. I'm imagining Lynx. I'm imagining Axe. No, you know what I'm imagining? What? The Palmolive one, the blue one <laughs> in that squeezy bottle. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> and squeezes what feels like three litres of shower gel of soap. into of my soap. hand. And I'm like, whatever. Again, whatever gets this bloke off so I can fucking leave. Oh, it would be sudsing up. Yeah, so I start jerking him off like with the gross, machine. sticky shower gel and it starts like bubbling. Because you know when it's like the, like, yeah, yeah it's all foaming up. Yeah, it's like, the mate, friction of the. It's foam party 2.0 going <laughs> on. It's all happening. And then he pissed on him. Yeah. Then. Then when he Yeah, no, yeah. Phone, but I just. Yeah, sorry. My brain is so in this small apartment oh, sorry, that I'm yeah. just. Then he yells, I'm very, I'm very close, pushes Schmenny off, runs to the bathroom, and he's like, oh, is he going to, like, finish into the toilet or into the fucking shower, shower or something? Yeah. But he just stands in the bathroom door, looks back out of him, and in capital letters, Schmenny's written, with unbroken eye contact, just jerks himself onto the floor while staring at Schmenny the whole time. That is so sexually aggressive. That's a real. Don't please do that to me. Take your shower gel and fuck off. You're about to be a dad. I remember that this is a video show. Yep. The thing is. Is that the the eye eye contact's the weirdest part of this whole fucking story? And there's a lot to choose from. And it's a bit like, you know, when you see something and it's like fucked, but you can't look away and you kind of like. Oh, yeah. that's happening. Um, yeah, okay. Wow, Schmini. Did you, at least you didn't get sex trafficked or something. Is this the end of the story or well, is there more? to tell a tale, no. And so oh. he said as soon as the semen hit the floor. <laughs> I'm so sorry for that sound, everyone. What? No, like semen doesn't the... make that sound when it hits the floor. Not well, that the French I know. guy sounds dehydrated. I'm a lady, okay. It, I, it doesn't hit the floor. <laughs> Is that right? I should call the floor the back of me throat. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Pelvic floor. (laughs) (laughs) I think this week has been the fucking. I'm I'm done. As soon (laughs) as the (laughs) semen hit the floor. I unbroke the eye contact and then just looked straight at the door, walked out, left, deleted the message, deleted the app, never looked back, never know what happened. Flew home guy. to Montana. Yeah. And now he's, yeah, herding sheep in the mid, in big sky country. Oh, my God. That is harrowing. harrowing. Thank you. Yeah. God, the soapy cock. Just really, that's graphic, isn't it? it like, that's a real word picture. The soapy Quack. Pe- Oh, is it not the right time? Absolutely. <laughs> the soapy quack, quack, quack. quack. 
Oh, oh, I need to have a shower after hearing that. Yeah. That is that is just um, that's not good. I've got to love to see that you're gonna fucking love. What do you got? Um, so get us out of this filthy hole. I saw this online. <laughs> no um, oh God. Don't let that hit the pelvic floor. Um, do you remember when I had COVID mm. and I did that um, hazy fever dream shop at Woolworths and Torbs was like, how much was the shopping? And I was like, it was $250 and I just bought heaps of random stuff. Sort of, Do yeah. you remember that? Mm. And the best thing that I bought was I bought a whole cake. Yes. Remember I bought yeah. that Freddo ice cream cake yeah. just to like try and make myself feel better. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to be viral online um, because in our Facebook group, everybody mm. shared that when they had COVID, they bought a cake too to try and make themselves feel oh, better. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I made like a little bit of a, a COVID tradition. Exactly. Yeah. Um, such a coincidence. Um, this is going to be crazy on, uh, on uh, I was about to say TikTok, Twitter. Uh, Megan Bilby posted this. I sent my kids to the store to get some snacks for themselves. Great. My my daughter got a birthday cake Perfection. for a snack, and there's just a picture of just an entire birthday cake that obviously bloody Hannah's come home and everyone else got a packet of twisties or something. She's gone, oh, they had that. They were oh, bloody seven cake. Yeah, they were they were marked down because not you know almost the end of the day. They was, they can't sell it tomorrow. I will get a whole cake. You know what? I love to see that. Was she cake shamed like I was that time I went to the cake shop? I hope not. And I don't, I mean, Megan posted on Twitter, so kind of. She has been yeah. cake shaped by her mum, Mom, actually. that's awful. Let um, the kid eat cake. Let them eat cake. Yeah. Um, but I love to see that. You can buy a cake for yourself when you're an adult and you don't need a reason. Perfection. That's my you love to see. Perfection. Um, before Tony and I started this business and this podcast. It used to not be a business. It definitely wasn't a business. Uh, but there was a time when I was sort of your boss, sort of. I helped you get yep. a job and stuff. Um, and I remember in the morning texting you and said, oh, can we catch up? i got a quick something to chat to you about. Can I chat at three? Yeah. So I was doing some radio stuff yep. in the morning. And I just shat all day. Like literally just poo coming out of my asshole the whole day. What's happening at three? What have I stuffed up? Have I done it wrong? And I'd literally been there for like a, we'd been working together for like a day. And yep. I was like, how have I done something this bad already? Like, mm. what have I done that requires a talking to? And I think the chat was, so how was your first day? Everything all good? So the thing is, is that that is a power play from you because you, like the person but doing that. I didn't that, know you then, though. No, 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 but it's not I even, wouldn't do that to you now. No, but I don't even think you need to know someone. I think that being like, oh, like, let's chat at three. I think you know that obviously that person goes, oh, there's a power dynamic here. Well, I think because well, I was on the radio in the morning, like I physically couldn't chat earlier. Yeah. For me, that was just like, oh, catch up, start of the day, like, yeah. see you in the morning. It was my equivalent to see you tomorrow morning. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I'm working. Chat to you at three? Yeah. But I thought that it was like, we need to chat at three. Yeah. yeah. So because I didn't know Tony and because yeah. of, yeah, these weird dynamics. Yeah. Where I was sort of her boss, but working. But also not. Yeah. yeah. Um, Is that that you love to say it? Because that's twisted. <laughs> this person has tweeted, uh, Kevin... Just Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Just got a calendar invite from my boss that says, quick chat, good thing. I love that. I have seen this yeah. and I praise that person. I reckon I'd love about to get a job at that place if they're hiring. And I- <laughs> Sorry. Or you could just start doing that. <laughs> I've never been more grateful and impressed with anyone in my life. A revolutionary workplace. I think that it just shows that you are aware that that is a freaky like thing to get in your calendar. 
Yeah. So if I want to have a chat with Tony, mm. not the chat, but it's always like, oh, let's think of some ideas for this thing. We'll like, so I just give a bit of extra. Yeah, but also that then I'm prepared because I go, oh, cool, I'll come with that stuff that yeah. we need. It seems obvious, right? Yeah, but also I wouldn't if I needed to call you later. I would, or sometimes if I call you and you don't answer, I'll message and I do do this. I text and say, no emergency, call when you can. Yeah. Like it's just to be like, oh, don't say that and go, fuck, I've got to get back to you straight away. Because if you had a missed call from someone. I'd be like, oh, fuck. I, I would probably prioritise that because a call now is like a high priority. What's gone wrong? Yeah. What's happened? What have I stuffed up? Yeah. Or even just like, what? yeah, what's wrong? Whenever my brother calls me, I'm always like, fuck, what's happened? Just because we talk on text all yeah, like all day, every day. So when I see a missed call, I'm like, oh, my God, what's happened? That's when my dad calls. I'm like, oh, my God, my nana's died. Oh. Every time he called for five years, I was like, oh, she's died. Oh, is she alive now? No. Oh, she, so one time. One it was time true. it was that call. Oh. And then strangely, he called me the next next day, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, oh no, already." Oh, already happened. <laughs> and then I was like, "Thank God, because I can get grilled." <laughs> Ryan's gonna go to a funeral. I can get grilled. It's all good. <laughs> Should we get grilled? Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a big day. Um, okay. thank you everybody for listening. Hopefully that Sorry, you loved today's like episode. It, ooh, ooh. it was a heavy one. Um, but we're back on Monday, and you love to see that. I personally love to see that. What? Just staring into the camera, giving unbroken eye contact. Don't do that. All right. That's very freaky. Um, thank you so much for listening. Chat to you on Monday. Love you, bye. Splat. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. We're taking a microphone away. Please. <laughs>